0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: The TalkSport
2: Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow only via our participating restaurants 18 plus reward registration required points only on menu items delivery fee and time supply See at mcdonald's.com <laughs>
0: Well, welcome to what is uh, episode 50 of the Forever Bristol City podcast. Uh, joining me at the moment is, uh, is Dave Fevs. Mark and uh, Ian will be coming along uh, shortly. But it was no uh, Cup of Joy for City at Bramall Lane tonight. The final score from uh, what looked to be a snowy uh, environment up there. It finished Sheffield United one, City nil. So as I just said, no uh, appearance in the quarterfinals for the first time since uh, 1974. Uh, Dave, um, your thoughts on uh, the match? As we do, just a quick overall resume uh, of it.
3: Um, I guess it was a funny one, really, because I thought we played all right tonight, and then in some respects we've gone out with a bit of a whimper. So. I mm. kind of quite like that we were nice and structured. We looked to have a a much better shape to our team, um, but ultimately we didn't cause enough problems in the final third. I think you know probably needed Callis's shot to go in early doors, and then it might have been a bit of an upset. But no, I was, I, I'm happy enough. And and you know probably the the bane issue is we've we've lost Morsen now for a game, haven't we? So that's the
0: yeah. That's the worst part of it, really isn't it? losing uh Mawson
3: I mean, what did you think of the lineup uh, that he put out there
0: um you know it was unexpected to some extent in part yeah, i guess the
3: the the rumors from about lunchtime on was that Riley Taylor was going to make his debut at left wing back, so I guess that was a surprise because i'm I'm not sure he's ever played there before, and uh, I thought he acquitted himself pretty well um is nice that right? To... He's not. He's not actually played uh, in that in that role, no. I I don't think so. No. I I, I say up until probably the return from lockdown last season. Um, I think he's been a central midfielder. Nice kind of passing left foot on him. Um, kind of then he, he's probably had a bit of a growth spirit, I'd imagine. And he's over the past year or so. And he's you know they thought well if he can pass the ball. Well, and he can do that from the back. Let's see what we can do from a kind of left centre back point of view. So he's only a fairly recent convert to to centre back, um, yeah. as far as I know. Uh, but I've, I think Jonathan Pierce said tonight he's played wide in midfield before, so perhaps he, he's he's played left midfield. But I don't think he's ever played left wing back or even left back. So yeah, fair fair play to him. And it was
0: a it was a conventional three five two, would you say? Yes, the way they uh, the way they yeah. lined up. Yeah, I think
3: he tried to to. Play it a bit like early on in the season with perhaps Williams and uh, Patterson playing slightly advanced of Viner, trying to do the the Patterson, I guess, and Viman role from from last season. Uh, but we we never got enough ball to stick up top today, and then therefore we we never really got a foothold on 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 the game. We had I think really one. Two or three minute passing spell midway through the first half, where we played some really nice stuff, kept the ball, and looked like if we could do that a bit more often, then we would have caused some problems. But ultimately, didn't happen often enough, I'm afraid.
0: No. So getting into the uh, getting into the action, and uh, Les has just said if we let him in, he'd tell us a bit about Towler. So uh, Les, if you're still listening, uh, yeah, I'll let you in. We do have limited numbers on there, and Ian and Mark aren't still available. So in fact, Les. Come and join us in the studio briefly, uh, Les. Welcome, Les. We haven't had yeah. you on for a while, so welcome uh, in here, yeah, to the yeah. Uh, to the to the to the group. Um, I want you to give your comments about uh, Towler because uh, Dave and I were querying whether he was a conventional left back, but uh, tell us, tell us, tell
2: us more. Yeah, can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. I've got you. Yeah, uh, I've known him for about. Nine, ten years. I've probably seen him play about 30 times. Uh, a combination of levels from really poor to Bristol City youth and all that. Uh, what people don't know about him is Man City tried to sign him two, three years ago. And he's always been a centre midfielder from about 12 to 15, 16. And then, right. As he got older, Bristol City converted him to a classy, ball-playing centre-back. Uh, he hasn't got much pace. He's uh, he's grown hugely over the last few years. And he certainly ain't never had a rather wing-back. Uh, no. So, he, run didn't discra- he, he, run didn't, he didn't
0: disgrace himself, did he? Because, you know, he was probably there because he had a left foot, which uh, nobody else could do. But he didn't disgrace mm-hmm. himself, did he, Les?
2: Well, no. I mean, the reason he's playing is because he's a left-sided defender. Or yeah. well, he's a left-footed defensive player. He ain't a left wing-back. And no, he didn't disgrace himself. I mean, if you look at the first half, he was scared clearly to get in the opposition half. But yeah. I suppose he's there to do a defensive job after what's happened in the last few weeks. I thought he grew into the game well. The one thing I would say is there was a couple of times where he lost his man in the six-yard box with those balls across the full-back or a wing-back Bogle cutting inside. And if one of those chances go in... And then people are going to be looking at him. But I think, in terms of a first appearance in an unfamiliar position against the Premiership side, I think you need to be realistic. I actually think the last 15, 20 minutes he grew in confidence and he started yeah. to get forward a bit more and have a little play with Yeah, the, the last ball 20 ball and and minutes. Nice yeah,
0: the last 20 minutes when we had fewer players on. And we'll come on to that when we get into uh, the detail of the game. So uh, stay with us, Les. Uh, Mark, you've just uh, joined us. Uh, Dave and I were just sort of quickly and let's quickly recap in uh, a brief resume of the game and and Towler, your your brief thoughts on the game, uh, Mark, before we uh, look at the uh, individual action that was there.
4: It's an opportunity missed, and um, I mean, you look at the game, Sheffield United. They they, they had so much they had sixty four percent of the ball, but they just can't they can't hit a barn door of a banjo, as we say as we say down here. They you know they just can't score goals. And we we just didn't offer offer enough up front. I mean, the game was over as a contest once Mawson was sent off. Yeah. I just wish we put a bit more pressure on the ball and not allowed uh, Basham and, and uh, you know Basham and Bogle and Amperdu and Low, you know, did those overloads on the flanks put us under so much pressure? McGoldrick was very clever. The, and the one defining moment for City, their one moment of the game was Naki Wells. Um, what? That's he right. He drove, drove me mad. Yeah, and he me, you know, want to bang your fist against the wall. It was stupid. You know, he had to, lad, I said on the radio, I said, you know, he said, well, maybe he thought the patter was offside. So Shankly said to a player once, stick it in the back of the net, son, and we'll worry about the flag afterwards. Yeah, no, you know, that's it. Just, just, just get on. And it was an opportunity missed uh, in a yeah. nutshell. A shame. Yeah. Another, it goes on, doesn't it? That search for a cup, FA Cup quarter final appearance well, goes on. The one good thing, nice to hear Jonathan Pierce muse so so well about sitting on on a, on a live broadcast. I thought it don't get better than that, does it? It
0: was uh, well. At least we had him on there, the co-commentator. As somebody said uh, on Twitter, I think, full of cliches, or it might have been on uh, Otip. Let's get into the detail of uh, the action. I mean, we had. Uh, a good early chance didn't we Dave early on free kick went to Calas uh, and uh, that was one of our only three shots on target but that, that that was a good opportunity Dave wasn't it yeah
3: yeah it was a super strike really for a ball kind of coming to quite a bit of pace off the ground yeah he controlled the, the kind of volley really well and Ramsdale made a, a good save albeit he pushed it out into an area where he was just hoping that one of our guys was going to gobble it up but un, unfortunately they, they, they cleared the ball away so yeah that was yeah. a good and opportunity they-
0: and they have playing up front for them, a player that we were linked to at one stage. Uh, I think it's Ryan Brewster who scored a lot of goals for Swansea last season. He'd been goalless for them, but uh, he got in front of Taylor Moore. Probably the only time he did during the game. And that was a good effort of his that clipped, uh, clipped the bar, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was good. Good movement from them. Good, good running off the ball and just, you know, a couple of sharp passes around the box and, and he was in. And I think, you know, fair play to Max. I think he came out and made him rush his chance. Um, you know, I was expecting a net to go, but luckily it just clicked the top of the bar and went over.
0: It did. Les uh, Ampadu, um is he the ex Chelsea player and a London boy mm-hmm. that we've been linked with in the past as well? Yeah?
2: Yeah, he is. Well, I think he ended up going to Germany or something like that. Was he at Leipzig and then wasn't getting yeah, He is right. a Chelsea
4: player. He's, still, he's on loan there. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he went. He went to Leipzig on loan rather than coming to us, and probably a number of other Championship sides didn't get any football. And I think he went to Sheffield United in the summer on loan.
0: Yeah, because he was involved in their next chance, where it was headed by Bogle straight to. uh, O'Leary, and that's not Omar Bogle, is it, Mark? That's another Bogle,
4: isn't it? They're not it's related. It's Jaden Bogle, yeah, Jaden Bogle. Is he related he, um, to Omar or not? I don't, I don't know, but they bought him and um, uh, and Max Lowe uh, in in the summer from Derby County, obviously to pay off their uh, their debt, which are mounting up. Uh, to, if you're listening, Rams. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they bought, they they picked up those two. Um, another one they picked up and and of course David McGoldrick who played so well tonight he basically I mean he'd been out he had terrible injury problems at Ipswich and they released him he went there for a trial and he never looked back has he?
0: No he's done well because it was him and Leon Best were the pair that took them up a few years ago I think weren't they Uh, after we'd come up I think if I recall rightly I mean Lundström uh, long range shot from him shot saved by Max O'Leary Mark Max O'Leary if we did sell our star prize asset Dan ben Bentley, I think Max is an able deputy and could step up, don't you? I mean, he didn't show any flapping or he dealt with everything competently. I thought tonight. Would you agree with that?
4: Yeah, I think he needs. I mean, in the Millwall game, I think he was looked a little bit. Um, he, he was under pressure, you know, with with uh, with Matt Smith. So he, I think, he need, need to play a few games, you know, and earn a few, you a few bruises. But his positional play is very good, very yeah. sound. Uh, distribution is good. Um, he only had one, one uh, bad, two bad moments tonight. He came up, but he put out of the goal. But he pulled his arms back to stop himself handling it, and then he came out and lost the ball to um, Ollie Burke right at the end when we were when we were chasing the game. But I thought no, his positioning is very sound. He didn't really have to. I mean, he had no real saves to make, and, and you know, last Sheffield United all over. He, he never had to have to stretch himself. Uh, no, he just, he just, that's played only well that, that's only
0: the, uh, and Sheffield United. Uh, my Sheffield yeah. United friend told me that's the uh, only the second time this season they've kept a clean sheet. Dave, uh, you've, you've put on there. I think this is about Max needs to sort his feet out because uh, he backpedals on set pieces. I mean, do you agree with my view that O'Leary could take the number one role if, as I think is likely, Benz attracts an offer that we can't refuse? Is that, is that, what do you think? I, of? Uh, Max I, I don't,
3: I wouldn't have any qualms about him playing um he's not in the quality of um of Dan bentley um so you have to kind of look at what you're trying to achieve i guess if you're thinking of trying to get promoted you might think i want i want a better keeper than that but he's a you know he's gaining good experience as a number two i think he'll get a bit bigger and he'll fill out a bit more as he, he gets a bit older and i think you know he's 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 good to have around. But I think you have to say, if if Bentley goes, you might want another experienced keeper in there as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Interestingly, Les and uh, Beard have both said absolutely not. So they disagree with us on that. It's all about opinions. But uh, he is the only person that is in the squad at the moment that could raise the uh, eight-figure sum that I think might be uh, required when they look at the finances for this latest financial year. Anyway, back to the action. Uh, Start of the second half. Um, Les Nakiwell uh, brought a shot, and it was a great move by City. It could have could have put them in control. Selfish, or did Pato shout? How did you see that, Les? The uh, the chance that was spurned at the start of the second half. Uh, I
2: thought it was disgraceful. We're playing against a Premier League team. We're creating absolutely nothing. We're playing basically with a back five. We are going to have very few chances in this game, and if he look. They showed a few camera angles, right? The ball he's got to play is one of the easiest balls you're going to have in foot. He's got half a, half a half to aim at. There's no one near him. He's got to slide the ball through. He's under very little pressure at the start of the move. And he's run there with his head down. And that was the only major opportunity we would have had. So I think when he gets back in the changing room, he deserves a complete dressing down. You know what I mean? Up. And I yeah. think if we look at his whole spell at his club, People were very excited when he joined, but I think we're seeing now why, I know he doesn't get a lot of service, but we're seeing now why he's had one good season in the Championship in his entire career. Yeah. And I think uh, it was a very, very straightforward cross-rule pass that he had to make, and parry has got great composure, do you know what I mean? Andy, yeah, well, he uh,
0: scored. He scored good goals selfish. at Sheffield in the
2: past. Selfish. So, Ian, so, so, Ian, so Ian's selfish.
0: Ian's joined us. Ian, uh, rather than backtrack, we'll pick up on the the action that we're talking about here. And uh, right at the start of the second half, um, yeah, it was a golden opportunity for us to take a lead. That not we didn't. I wouldn't say we didn't deserve it, but we should have done a lot better with that move, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah, we should. It was, and and Patterson made a thirty forty yard gut busting run. To get up to get up there and get in the box that's what annoyed me. He saw him all right he all he had to do was slide the ball across. Uh, Patterson was totally unmarked, and I think it, the form he was in tonight I think he'd have got the ball and put it away um, yeah I think Patterson and Williams faded in the second half, and hopefully Williams is okay because <laughs> he he had that one crunching tackle um and then the next thing he was he was sat down and the trainer was on, but I don't think he was going to do any more than 60, 65 minutes tonight, anyway, and we've got yeah. some midfield players back on Saturday or available, I should say, on uh, Saturday. So I hope we keep the same formation. Uh, although, you know, left left centre back can be a problem unless you play Taylor to- there and brought in the um, five foot nine inches uh, Vince Harper. <laughs> Vince Harper.
0: He shrunk. He shrunk. <laughs>
4: yeah, he shrunk well, it was I, I think you've well, been, right. been waiting for a call up for so long, Ian, that's why. Well, he,
1: well yeah. I I had I have had four people send me emails and another three people private messages on Twitter asking if I'm their agent. <laughs> um yeah. Are you are you are you, Riley, are you Riley Towner and Vince Harper's agent? I said, No, I'm not, honestly, I'm not. Well
3: <laughs> I, 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 up, thought, I thought did you were you, their did... school school nurse Ian.
1: Did you see them tonight? Did you Did you see my uh, my tip as a left-back, Riley Towler? Didn't he ever look good?
3: He did okay. I wouldn't go I, OTT about it. The, you know, no, I, a, I don't, I don't, ago, don't good, rave good, good about day.
1: Young. But compared to um, Adrian Mariapa, and nothing against Adrian. Uh, no. He, he, he's, he's, trying, he's one of the ones. He's yeah. one of the ones. That could, could, he could possibly play... I don't know if you would be better any it, it left side centre back, but he's another one that is, was played out of position, and I, I think I want to stay with that formation. Um, well, Ian, yeah, it's
0: interesting you we say we could get that, some goals. We could interesting stay with that formation because just before just before you joined us, I said about uh, Fomara. And, uh, you know, we've berated Naki Wells for his selfishness there. But uh, I think our illustrious chief executive said uh, he was told by the chairman, let's keep Famara and get value out of him on the pitch. That was another valueless performance <laughs> for him or, for, from well, where I'm sitting. I mean, De- well, let me go That ask each of you, Dave, not great from fam tonight. Or is it not great because of lack of service or not great because you're not hunting for the ball? Dave, your thought on
3: that? A bit of everything you've just said there, I think. I think if you're really up for it, and in a game like tonight, chances you know shot window for him, isn't it? You know if he's going to be off in the summer, you can yeah. you can show people what you're about against uh, Premier League defenders. And I didn't think he did enough. I thought he was okay against Brentford the other night. A few people whose opinions I respect thought he wasn't at it. So I you know I'm happy to you know bow to bow to them. But that's now kind of like three and a half games at nowhere near full tilt, and and I. I didn't expect, I'm not saying he's down tools, but I didn't expect him to show as little effort as this so quickly. I thought, you know, we might get to March, April, before we we start to see, you know, let's say the worst of fam, Uh, but we're we're starting to see it too early, in my opinion, and and it's a, a big gamble, you know. From Mark Ashton and Steve Lansdowne. and at the moment it looks like a massive failure to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I was just uh, the reason why I asked that question was, you know, Semenyo up front in that middle role. Do we give Naki Wells a chance in that middle role? Do you play Semenyo and Bell? Maybe Watford away isn't the isn't the place to do it. Les, uh, your thoughts on uh, on fan before we get back into the uh, analysis of uh, of the game. I
2: just Ripley's think he's place. An average. Well, we haven't got much choice, have we? Who have mm-hmm. we got else? W- Wells, Semenu hasn't scored a league goal season. He doesn't look like having any composure whatsoever. And Gigi, we haven't got much choice. I think he's an average championship striker. And I don't think he gets great service. I don't think the strikes have had good service for the last, I don't know, since August, September. So I do have a bit of sympathy for him. The yeah. one thing I would say is maybe he does need to work a bit harder and bust the gut to make it look like he actually gives a toss. I mean, I, I, you know, I've made it very clear to the people that I know, you know, who I speak to football about. I wouldn't have offered him a new contract anyway. I, I think he's done has been a good servant, but bearing in mind he wants a big fee or wages, whatever, it's not worth, not worth it. But no, I think he's, I, he's doing an average job in an average side with average service. He's an average
3: Les, just, just on what you're saying now, my, my opinion is I would rather him... Run himself into the ground for sixty minutes and come off, then get seventy-five percent at, at ninety minutes. I think it adds nothing to the team if he's yeah. not playing on. on yeah, but 40. the problem
2: is, the problem is, what is he? Six foot what? He's he's six foot six three. three. Six yeah. three. He's a big bloke. He ain't going to be able to bust a gut for seventy-five minutes because that's he's not one of these smaller blokes with lots of energy you can run, 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 run. He ain't got the he ain't got the body type for that. He's not that kind of player. He's, in my opinion, he's a bit of an old-fashioned target man. I know people disagree on that. I know people think there's more to his game. I'm not convinced. So I'm not sure he has it in him to do that. What I would say is, to take on board your point, I do think he is inconsistent with the effort that he puts in. Yeah. There are games where he does seem to put a little bit more in than others. Yeah, and I don't think we've seen that for the last three, four games. But I don't think he's ever going to be a striker who for seventy-five minutes busts a gun. It's, it's, and it's in.
0: interesting; those three or four games, those three or four games is the most recent three or four. But when the transfer window was open, we saw some of the old fam there, didn't we? Certainly from the beginning of Jan. That's just my view, being uh, a little bit. Can cynical I say there. something? Yeah, go on, Mike. In you go. Yeah, there
4: was, I mean, his first touch can be poor. I won't say what, um, you know, uh, Christian Honour said about him, but Williams played him right in the channel tonight. He had space to move into, and his first touch, he trapped it further than some players could pass it. It just ran out for a goal kick. But he, he, he didn't win many balls in the air tonight, and I think that's what we, we want him for, is, to hold, is hold the ball up, or flip the ball on. He just didn't get into the, get the, into the game at all, and all right, there wasn't much service, but he didn't affect the game. And I think that's what he really wanted to do, affect yeah. the game. And perhaps Semenyo, who might have offered us more energy, but I agree with Leslie hadn't got any composure, but he, at least he would have carried the ball up the pitch. And we needed to do that because that's what Sheffield United did. Lots of energy on the flanks, supported by centre-backs. And if we're going to play with wing-backs, we need them galloping up those flanks. And Maybe stick with Riley Taylor for the next game because I mean, who else is going to play going to play that side? You know, there's no. that's comfortable on the left. There isn't that's anybody, true. is there?
0: No. Let's get back into the action. And uh, Tomos put up a good question that we, as he said, we can chew that over in a minute. But uh, Pato uh, not getting that ball from Wells, and then Williams going off. Sheffield did start to get into the ascendancy. Towler did one good bit of play where he had a player lurking behind him and he shepherded it out for a corner. There was more pressure from uh, the blades and McGoldrick hit it wide. And then it was a ping pong in the penalty spot, penalty area on 65 minutes, two crosses off the line and the bar. But then, Ian, we had VAR featuring, I think, in a Bristol City match for the first time. Uh, Yeah. When you looked at it three or four times, did he flick his hand out? You know, and the referee trying to look at that little screen in snow. You know, it was all down to him. But the right decision, and it has to be the right decision to go off, or what? What do you think?
1: Yeah, the referee's got no choice. Deliberate handball is off the line. Um, and if it, if it just hit his arm, I mean, when I saw it in real time, I thought it hit his chest and went up onto the bar. Mm, um, but it didn't, and his left arm definitely moves towards the ball. He swings it. Mm. So he knew what he did. Um, we'd have got away with it. If it if that had been Watford, he did it. We'd have got away with it. There's
0: um, no VAR.
1: No VAR. There was, but,
0: wasn't, there incident uh, in, wasn't there an incident earlier on in the game where it looked like a handball and it didn't go to VAR? Was that down our end mm-hmm. when we were attacking?
1: No, it was it did it did go to Var and they said it it, it, it the ball basically banked up from one that's part of right the body. it banked up that's that's it. It, wasn't it
4: it was Ampadu, yeah in the right. area from a long and, throw and wasn't and it, it and it, just it dropped is, in the, it, into him. it is that's forearm true.
1: so that wasn't the same that was a penalty and he's been sent off and he's going to miss a game on Saturday and I don't think to be honest Mawson um, he was a bit better tonight but the last few games he's not been that great he's been bullied. Um,
0: he doesn't look but, like a twenty I mean, million pound defender, does
1: he? He doesn't look like an eight million pound defender. Um, mm. And and you know the problem that we've got when well, if we play a three is who goes on the left hand side of the three. That that's that's the issue, and I think we should play a three. Um, it'll probably be poor old Taylor Moore because um, said yeah. Or you could do a, a you know a major gamble and stick uh, Vince Harper in at left wing back and Riley Taylor Tower at left centre back. That's that, totally that you... <laughs> yeah. well, what means you... Sorry. Well, Royley's six foot one, six foot two, so he'd be absolutely yeah. fine at left centre back. But, but Vince Harper is very quick. I don't know if you saw the under 23 goals, but he shifts and he yeah. makes good forward runs. I thought too many of our players are happy to make a forward run, stop, and pass it backwards. They don't commit defenders. It's part of our don't close down, don't tackle policy. Um and, and and I don't I'd rather see the bloke try and run past somebody and lose the ball rather than just keep getting the ball, you know, run up the line, and instead of whipping in across, we turn round and pass it backwards and we and we start all yeah. over again. And even doing that, we only finish up with thirty six percent possession. Yeah. So you know, I mean, our best effort tonight was Thomas Callis when that was a good save from Ramsdale. Was zero, a good I save. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, that's, I'll come to each of you about the decision. I mean, it was cut and dried, really. I mean, Dave, straightforward penalty, and the rules are the rules, so it's harsh. But Mawson gets the red card because of where it was. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. I, I the the thing with Vardy always does mean that once they call the referee over. They only ever give him one camera angle, and I, I, just for my own benefit, I'd have liked to see it from the front again, just to see whether it got a touch from O'Leary, for example, and you know, and I don't know whether that made any difference to the rules or whether it did flick up off of um, Mawson's thigh. But the referees give him one camera angle, which was a you know kangaroo court to some extent, wasn't it? You know, he wasn't going to give anything else once he saw saw that camera angle. I just think sometimes VAR is a bit kind of divisive in what it shows the referee.
0: And the sending off is purely, the sending off part of it is because the ball was going into the goal as opposed to him sticking a hand out inadvertently yeah. to block a cross. That's, that's what's critical there, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, Les, uh, any complaints about the, the, the penalty award?
2: No, the rules are the rules, are not they? It's come off his hand, it's going, and then there, it's a penalty and it's a red card, black and white, it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, Mark, the game once it's 1 0 and you're down to 10 men against a. I say you could see why they're bottom of the, the, the Premier League, but the game was pretty much all over by then. But the substitutes when they were made, um, I think Les or Dave might have said earlier on in the conversation, we were one man down, but we had a bright sort of period. Uh, I think Sheffield maybe almost got another one, but it wasn't. You know, we had a bit more energy in the closing quarter of the game, didn't we? Closing 15 minutes, I should say.
4: Yeah, we had, we passed the ball around well and and, and and Casey Palmer and Semenio got involved, but we just didn't pass it quickly enough and, and get players in the area that, you know, that could get goal side. That was the problem. Uh, they, let, they let us have the ball. Uh, in phase in phases and then you know when we came up against their center backs again they just broke too easily where where we over committed and, and, and should have scored a third but when we i, I saw casey palmer try and play a couple of through the eye of a needle passes when he, he really should have just kept the ball live try and get the ball down down the side to you know to give us a chance to turn their center backs you know to, to make them face goal you know and then hit the ball hard across the box and, and, and get somebody running onto it we, You know, we just played with that fear tonight. What, You know, we could lose 3-0, but at least have a go. It's all right passing the ball around, but a 1-0 down, for God's sake. Get the ball in the box and get, get some players' goals signed. Get onto it. Yeah, yeah. It was just a, it was wasted.
0: OK, look, I'm not going to go through marks with everybody tonight. I'm just going to say, did we think anybody was worthy of a 7 or above? Yeah. Any nominations, 7 or above? Max yeah, O'Leary. I'm-
3: I thought, and Callas, yeah. Taylor Moore, Thomas Callas, and Joe Williams were my uh,
0: yeah. Were Les, my, I know you uh, haven't been with us for a while, but Markings, would you give anybody a seven or above?
2: Well, I don't think he should have played, but Joe Williams, I would have given a seven. I think he <laughs> showed glimpses of what we wanted in a Corey Smith replacement, in the sense he gets around the pitch uh, very well. He's got good distribution of pass here in the box to box. I thought he, was, he had a spell where he was a seven but I suppose a different argument is
1: I don't think he should have played, but he
2: was the only yeah. one I'd give a seven to.
0: Yeah. Ian, any sevens or above for you?
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. BBC have, have changed their site so that you give player ratings. Oh, you rating. vote,
0: don't you? Yeah,
1: I've seen Yeah, that. you yeah. vote. And uh, Riley Taylor got man of the match, but he got 6.58. Nobody yeah. else got higher than that. So I wouldn't say he was man of the match. Uh, I, I concur with what the lads have said. I thought Joe Williams showed glimpses but he faded a bit. And Pato, once again, seemed in, in good shape. But once again, he faded after about 60 minutes. But both of them would because they've only just come back from uh, long injuries.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. you
1: know, I, I think, I think it's, it's fair enough not to expect them to be able to do 90 minutes. But my view about players like that is you can either use them as an impact player for 20, 25 minutes or start them, get... Two or three nil up, and then put the other lads on to see the game out. You know, if that's, but we are, a lot of things are, are wrong. You know, let's not cloud over. A lot of things are wrong with with, with our team in, in terms of closing down, um, tackling. Um, th- there isn't really a creative spark. I mean, we never had anybody who could take a corner or a free kick once uh, uh, Patterson went off. And Williams takes a
3: wicked, a wicked corner and I'm surprised yeah. that on Saturday he didn't get, he didn't take them.
1: Yeah, well, Jack. Well, Jack, Hunt, I mean, it summed up the, the, it summed up our performance really when he took that free kick with 30 seconds to go, and he, he just smashed it up the field straight into the arms of their goalkeeper when we had yeah. everybody in the penalty area. Yeah, and that, I said, think that yeah. that sums us up a bit. Yeah, somebody
0: said Hunt looked absolutely knackered. Mark, let me come to you. Anybody, seven or above, or do you just agree with what uh, what the lads have said?
4: Yeah, I have said, I've, i have said Callas and, and O'Leary. I, I did think that, you know, Joe Williams will offer us something. You know, he made a couple of good tackles, and, and you know, I think he's good for a through ball. And I like to see him, you know, higher up the pitch when he gets the opportunity, you know, an all-rounder like uh, Josh Brownhill was. And I think that's yeah. what, you know, we were hoping he'd be. But... You can't expect miracles from from him after he's been out for six months, and so he's he's fit for Saturday because we need him. But it's going to be difficult, isn't it? The next game, and well, they do do worry about us in the next couple against Watford and, and Red. Well, we we'll come on soon. to the
0: games in the overall form uh, next. Mm. Before we do that, just on the finish up on the markings. I mean, anybody five or less? I mean, for me, DJ and Wells two fives. Maybe asked yeah. to give him a four, but I don't think – I think those two would be the two fives in there. Anybody disagree with that or think I'm being no, say generous? Five, two no, fives?
4: No, well, well, Wells, Wells are four alone because I'm so angry. One thing somebody said on the uh, text messaging, imagine if Simeone had done that to Wells. I mean, he goes puce. Uh, every time you know somebody yeah. doesn't give him the ball, he's waving his arms. It always looks now, like
0: he. he always does look like he's sucking on a, a lemon. Anyway, but uh, okay, look, the cup uh, does not overfill with joy for us anymore. We're out of it. We can focus on the league. Eighteen games to go now. As Tomo has pointed out, come up next is Watford. That was the last time we had a draw. I think it was nil nil. I think wasn't it yeah. nil nil draw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have played sixteen league games since then. And our record is 1-5, drawn, well, including the Watford game, 1-5, drawn one, lost 10. That ain't very good. And what are we going to do about it? Let me come to you, Les. Transfer window shut, 30 seconds. What would you do now? Is the season over? Do we blood more of the youngsters? Because we probably have only need to win... Four games out of 18 to not get relegated.
2: Well, no, no, I don't think you can look at it from that perspective. But right. I take it game by game. Uh, right. I watched I watch Watford against Coventry on the weekend and they were absolutely dreadful. And right. I know their fans are up in arms, so I think we'll get a point against Watford. The only thing I'd say is, Riley Tyler did very well tonight against a wing-back. If he plays on Saturday, he's against a £40 million right winger. Star, isn't star. it? Is it
0: Star? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And and you know I think we need to be realistic here. That could ruin him, or he could really dent his confidence if he gets potentially ripped a new one. So I I think we need to take it game by game. And I would actually I appreciate people disagree with this. I'd play Zach Viner at uh, left back on Saturday, just because he he's got a bit of experience. He's solid. He's quite he reads the game quite well. Um, but I'd take. But it he ain't got left foot. Game. Well, what happens then? You're going to play him against Riley Taylor, who's a defensive midfielder or centre-back against the best player in the league. Or you can move <laughs> yeah. Riley Taylor
1: in one and give, give Vince Harper a go. It strikes me. So, Vince whoever. Ha- pro- proven Vince Harper against Saar. I mean, this is OK. No, he's not going to get proven all. unless he plays. Well, put Mariapa there. See how that goes. He's yeah,
4: proven. I got,
0: yeah, and, and Mariapa against Saar. It's probably the worst of all options, really. You know, it? we haven't
1: got. We should have gone out and got a got a left back. I mean, even now, if you look even the lad we were going to sign from Wigan, Pierce, is now got a long term injury, apparently. I was reading today. So, you know, if he'd have come to us, he might not have got it. But we just needed <laughs> I, I, needed I, I needed to go and get th- a left back. I don't, back. Think, I don't well, think we,
0: we did. we are where I mean, we are. Look, we are where we, we are. We are we, we are where we are.
4: I, I mean, can okay. I can see I can see what what Les is saying. I mean, um, David, you'll you remember when uh, I think Harry our Pritchard was blooded up at, uh, at Crystal Palace in a game in the FA Cup years ago and got ripped one by by Kenny Sampson, who was uh, you know a star at a time and on the right flank. And yeah, a player can be ruined about that like that. But the trouble is, the so, trouble we've got so, is there so ain't anybody else. But we haven't got well, what, anybody what else, else. What do we do? This is
1: my point. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you know, it's all right saying, well, yeah, okay. I mean, what what we need really is uh, Jada Silver to play there. All I have to do is get the wheelchair on early and <laughs> stick him there, and he he can follow him around in a motorized wheelchair. I mean, we just can haven't we get Mister Miyagi to I rub th- his I leg think...
4: like he did in the karate kid or something That's like that. That's it. That's that who that we much, want, Mister Miyagi. <laughs> I, I, I think. I yeah. Think well, you well just got, have we've got to... we've got no sense, eh? we? so all
3: right. I, I think you have to be very mindful, and I think you know, pick it up on what Les has said. If if we go back, however many seasons ago is four or five seasons ago when Zach Viner made his debut up at MK Dons. That's it. And it, there, yeah. And it, and, it, and he came through it okay. I don't think he was brilliant that night that that day. Um, we came through it. We won. Um, and then on the Tuesday night we played Brighton at home. And he got destroyed. It got destroyed yeah. by ja- by Jamie Murphy. And, and yeah. I think you know Les's point. You have to be just careful if if you're gonna. If you're going to play him again on Saturday, one you've got to perhaps realise that he might have got through tonight on adrenaline alone, because that's what mm. happens: is your first game, you know, you, you kind of you play dif- you play differently on debut, probably to to what you might do regularly. So, if Holden's going to play left wing left flip wing back, he needs to be bloody careful about who he plays left centre back. And let's not forget, morson might not have been fantastic tonight. But he's an experienced player and he's probably talking Riley Taylor through, through the whole game. Well, yeah. well, for 66 minutes until he got red carded. Um, so if you then play, say, actually, we're going to stay over 3 5 two, and you think, right, who's going to play left centre back? If it's Mariapa, then Taylor's probably not going to have the, the kind of pace to cover him behind him with Mariapa there. If you play Taylor Moore, then you've got the inexperience inside of a game there. And, and I think if we look at that tonight, it's no, I, I think it's pretty clear that Joe Williams played left of the three today and Jamie Patterson played right of the three mm. to give him a bit of cover. And Williams was pretty conservative for the first half an hour as well. Just to make sure he bedded in. And I think all those little things are things you need to factor in before you you make your team selection. I don't know what I'd I'd do at the moment. You know, tonight's game's still fresh in the mind. But I think you'd be looking at, as as Les says, you've got Ishmael Asar, 40 million from wherever he came from. Um plays right wing. Now you might say, well, actually, if he plays wide up, up against him, then actually that should leave someone free somewhere else. But, you know, that's for them and their opposition analysts to to work out what the the best thing is, but you know, let's just be. What, about, what about Jack
0: Hunt? What about Jack Hunt at left back?
3: Because he's played there. He,
0: well, he, he was got...
1: he was awful at he was awful at right back tonight. So God knows what he's going no, he no, no, to be. I
0: know, stupid idea, stupid idea, by the <laughs> way. Utterly stupid <laughs> yeah, idea. I I agree. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, look, we are <laughs> we are where we are. Let I mean, Les made a good point. He said because I said let's look at the balance of the season he said take each game game by game I think Watford I read a little snippet somewhere I can't think where it was that they got a few problems off the field with the players and the manager and stuff like that and I think that Troy Deeney I think the sooner he gets out of the club for the benefit of the club, the better because I think he exerts more power. And that's just a perception that I uh, that, that I pick up. So maybe we will get a draw there. QPR managed to get a win. I think Les won it. That's who they. That's who beat them at home the other week. Is that right? Is that the game you watched?
2: Yeah, they. they no. I, well, I did. I saw bits of it. They lost yeah. to QPR at home. Then I saw the game against Coventry on Saturday, Saturday afternoon. And I tell you what, they look. Completely disjointed. They looked like they weren't interested. They certainly weren't playing for the manager. And I watched a bit of the of a Watford one, uh, Watford fans thing the other day, yeah. and they were absolutely scathing about the manager and the players. You, you do find that a lot. Top players on big wages or big money drop down to the Championship, and they they don't perform to their to their potential because they don't necessarily. Mm. want to be them they don't have that love for the club so they are a mess at the moment i know they're fourth in the league but their fans aren't happy and they're not playing so maybe like it's a good KC place
0: unit. maybe it's a good place to go and and stop the rot but uh dave um to, i said tomo pointed out five one ten is the last 16 games and he's just said the next five in february are watford reading Barnsley, borough and swansea and he says one point a game and then it's like the 16 you know five point you know there's a point a game like it's been for the last 16 you know what can we do taking les's point about a game at a time but we've got 18 matches we've got to win 11 to get that sixth slot would you agree with that dave got to win 11
3: um just trying to think of the maths of it Um,
0: put us on 72
3: you're gonna want yeah you're gonna want 30 odd points aren't you from the from your last amount of games, do what? Do I see us doing it? Do I hell? Um, no. Should should we give up on it? Absolutely not, because yeah. you just never know. You can get a run together. It, you know, probably around Christmas. I thought you'd probably need 75, 76, 77 points to get in the playoffs. So I, I really thought the top six would, you know, push away a bit. But you know, sixth place in um, God, just trying to think of who's who's sixth at Bournemouth of drop like a stone and actually you think actually there's one place left and it's six There is because we're 9 and
0: points and, we're 9 points behind fifth with the poorest yeah. goal difference so we're 10
3: points off fifth. So you don't you don't give up because you know this is championship football and you have to give everything every game otherwise you you get whooped by whoever so we should still be pushing to finish as high as we can in the slim hope that we can you know form some form of run and and, you know, and get sick. I don't think it'll happen,
0: but I wouldn't be giving up on it. No. So you keep, you, but you won't give up, but you think it's unlikely. Uh, Ian, what, what, what would you be looking at now? Cause you, you disagree with me three months ago and I said, Holden's got a free hit because of COVID. And you said quite rightly quoted the board that this is a man that's going to take us to the next level. Well, the next level wasn't dictated to by COVID. I don't think, but uh, you know, do you, what, how would you be setting your stall out if you're Dean Holden between now and the end of the season?
1: At the moment, I'd, I'd go to Watford and I'd attack. Um, if, if you sit down and start worrying about all the other sides in the championship that have got better players than us, particularly with the injuries we've got, oh, I think it's a very negative outlook. So my view is, I would I would go to Watford and I'd attack. We've got to start scoring some goals. Um, we can't have a chicken-hearted performance like we had against Cardiff because if that was all, <clears throat> all the lads being up for it and they know how much it means to the fans and they, if, if that was a demonstration of that, then we really have got problems. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd go, I'd go, to, go there and attack. I'd play a three-five-two. I'd get, I'd push the wing backs forward. Um, I wouldn't be worried about uh, if you don't want to play three-five-two. I think you need three in central midfield to compete with anybody because we haven't got a two that's good enough. Go 4-5-1 and play Patterson and Semenyo wide. And that way you've got cover for your full backs and just put Fam up front. I I wouldn't start Naki Wells. We know Mawson can't play. So just go 4-5-1 with uh, Taylor Moore and Callis. You can have Viner in midfield with Lansbury and Williams or Lansbury and Masengo. And yeah. and play in there. I want to see our side play in their half because we just don't do it. You know, the minute the other side got the ball, we're all back in the penalty area. Yeah, and we've got yeah. to stop doing that. We've got to break up the play in in our in their uh, in our attacking third and get in on goal. You know, sort yeah. of thing Marvin Elliott used to be brilliant at. Um, yeah, and and that's that's what that's what we need to do. I mean, I I, I just think this. You know, going up there and they got a forty million winger, and they got this bloke and that bloke and all the other. Go up there and just smash them. Yeah. Get stuck into them, smash them. Yeah. yeah. And, and if they don't want to know it, if they're having the problems um, that, that Les was talking about, um, then th- their heads to go down. You score a goal or two, and their heads to go down. Yeah. No, I and think
0: you're right. We, we get that's, the, and that's and what that's we need
1: thing. to do. We're not going to be six points off the playoffs with eighteen games to go. That many seasons, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Especially if we start selling our best players, which yeah. it looks to me like like, well, we're letting 11 of them go for nothing. Don't forget at the end of the season, Mawson and Sessegnon go back to Fulham. So mm-hmm. that's 13 going from yeah. the squad. So, you know, let's have a real go. And, and all right, if we, of the games left, if we win nine and lose nine, so be it. But at least... Yeah. We're not going to be on the edge of our seats thinking, Christ, I want us to get to 50 points so we don't get relegated. And that's what I'm looking at at the moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Liam's just put up here on the text, Dean Holden said Joe Williams had a tight hamstring. We know what that means. Hope to God it isn't like that. Um, Mark, your your thoughts. I mean, yeah, Ian's right. We're six points off the playoff with 18 games to go. We could put a run together like we did when John Ward took over. He won six out of the last seven, if I recall correctly. And you, you never know what can happen. But those next five... If we only get five points, as Tomo was suggesting there, then the season is over. Do you experiment more with youth? And I saw the goals from uh, the under-23 game. Do you bring on somebody like that, Louis Britton, and give him a little run out or give give him 25 minutes in a game? You know, just try some of these youngsters when we're not under pressure. And, you know, if we get five points... Off of the next five games, it just keeps us away from the bottom. Let's say the bottom five, yeah. So, what would, what I'd, would you be looking to do Mike?
4: It'd be a nice idea, but but managers normally play it safe, and, and they normally give give their under twenty and an outing on the final day of the season when when they know they're safe. That seems to be seems uh, to be the form. I mean, the problem we got is we scored ten goals in our first five games, and we only scored nineteen in in, in the following twenty three, and, and if. If we lose on Saturday to, to Watford, then Dean Olden is really under pressure. That'll be four league defeats in a row with Reading coming up on Wednesday, Tuesday. It's very difficult. So he needs to play a settled side, who build some form up, don't play with fear, have a go at the opposition. We just like, like Ian said, we just don't do that. We don't put pressure on the ball and we don't affect the game in their half, which is why we have so few shots. And we're not putting. We have so few crosses. I mean, look at the corners uh, that we we won in the uh, in the games against um, uh, against Derby and um, uh, the the following one. We didn't we didn't win one corner even against Huddersfield. That that's how bad it is. You know, our our attack. That's how limp that we look. So we got to go go for it. Show show no fear and try and grind out some results. Unless we get a settled side, I think Patterson will make a difference. But we really need somebody adding bite in midfield. Viner and, and Williams just really well, got But Lansbury, We got
0: Lansbury, because was Lansbury cup tied today? Is that why? He no, didn't no, no he, was,
1: he, had a, he had a bereavement. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. Family, I heard it was a family, it was a family, family thing, didn't thing. All right. So yeah. I mean, we could put. I think. I think we've got. If you look at our squad, even with three or four players still out injured. And okay, and we've got undisputably a problem at left back, but let's give the youngsters a chance. Everybody's saying look, it's worthwhile doing that rather than playing people out of position. But I think we have got a decent squad. Yeah, I really do. And you know, and uh, to- I think Tomo said, "Do we think uh, do we think Holden is under threat this season?" And d- d- Holden safe. And you said no, Dave. So you you're usually quite conservative. Do you actually think Holden, if the bad run continues. When does unsafe become in capitals rather than just underlined and uh, lowercase?
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think you know it depends on level of performance and things like that. We've had some pretty poor performances yeah. of, of of late, and I think if we carried on, you know, and I, you know, I won't even put a number on it, losing games without affecting the game, then I think I think they change. I, I really do. I don't. I think, you know, it would be stupid just to let the season meander away because you could end up going into your last month of the season thinking, blimey, me, we're only a couple of couple of results away from relegation. You know, teams at the bottom are all picking up points. Mm. And and, you know, they some of them have found their, their form a little bit, you know, Rotherham of I don't know what exactly what their form is, but you know, they're clear of the relegation. Well, not clear, but they're... Yeah. You know, they well, doing
4: well, so they lost
3: know. to Cardiff. I think they lost to Cardiff. Did you
4: see what somebody posted on OTIB about Hull? Sorry to butt in. They said that they at the same stage this stage last season, they had the same number of points, eight plus eight goal difference, and they finished bottom. I don't know if anybody's looked into that. I don't think anybody's challenged it, but there's uh, No, it's true. There's a warning.
3: They fell off yeah. a cliff, but they, but they sold Bowen and Grzycki, didn't Grzycki. They? yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a bit different. We've actually got players coming back. You know, whether they you know, I, I honestly, you know, you, you asked earlier on whether I saw us getting promoted or getting in the top six. I don't see that. And I, I don't see us getting relegated either. No. Could both, could both happen? Absolutely. And we need to yeah. guard against that. And we need to pick up as many points as we can as quickly as possible to either keep us in the hunt for top, uh, top six, which is unlikely, but ultimately make sure we don't get dragged into having to fight a relegation battle.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, I don't think I think it's fair to say that we probably won't show an improvement on last season. And then if you're Dean Holden, you're thinking, Well, I'm out on my ear at the end of June or whenever the contract runs out because as has been white. Dave, does it, Dave,
1: Dave it doesn't it, his contract doesn't run out. You keep getting it. He's
3: got a, a
1: <laughs> he's got a one year Rolling contract. So, I suggest you look at these. the
3: definition of in on some legal well, sites about what a yeah. one year rolling contract is because it ain't what most of us thought it, it is. No, because I've
0: been saying what you're saying, yeah, you know, so, I mean, so have I as well. But I've
3: been reading up, as you know, David, reading yeah. up on it this week. You saw you, know. you posted it, yeah, I did, yeah. It ain't, ain't as black and white as we made out. And when 20 men asked um, uh, Mark Ashton what his contract was, Mark Ashton was very guarded about what he said. He just said, he yeah, has a normal football contract. And according to some, some legal sites that I've been looking on, there is no such thing as a – in fact, you look on the League Managers Association website and you will see there is no such thing as a standard manager's contract. And if you go and look at – Ian, this is one for you because you like doing your Google checks for heights and weights. Go and look up a guy called Mike Thornton on rolling contracts in football. Mm, but so, okay. who's, who's, I, I, who's I think Mike none of us Thornton? know, Ian, is, is the answer. We're we're all working off assumptions. Yeah, we don't know,
0: we don't know. But the thing is, if 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 his contract is up for new renewal at the end of the year, it's like the sales director coming into quarter four. You're gonna fall short of the target that was set as your minimum performance for the year. Yeah, so he's on a hide into nothing. And at what point does if does does the man, does does Ashton think it's his back or mine? So I'll I'll instruct pulling of the trigger maybe. You know, that could happen in five games' time, couldn't it? What do you think, Les? I mean, are you, 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 you said take each game as it comes, but there must be a cut-off point for you when you say, look, this guy's not going to make it uh, t- t- in terms of taking us to the next level, which is what the brief was when he joined, wasn't it?
2: Well, the problem is I don't think anyone knows what's really going on in Mark Ashton's head. I mean, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he'll be, be affording the same luxury is what Lee Johnson had because obviously when Lee Johnson was manager they sacked the assistant to give him a bit more time to try and save face. I don't think Holden will be afforded that kind of same level of respect. I mean, I suppose it depends on performances like was mentioned earlier. I mean, the people, so I think Dave said earlier that, you know, we're probably not going to go up, probably not going to go down. I think the only is this season is that the teams at the bottom of the league, with the exception of Wickham, are winning games of football. Forrester going on a run, Derby are going on a run, Sheffield Wednesday are winning games, Rotherham are going on a run. So yeah. I think the only the only way Holden will go is if we end up dropping to the point where we are lower mid table. And I said in the summer when I was last on air, you know, the person it's we been should a long have win got, or less, yeah. And the person <laughs> and the person who's still available, who I said on this raid on this show, should have got the job at the time is Paul Cook. And he's still through. I know. know. And and this is a bloke who sets up his teams with a real clear identity, a real clear philosophy, a proven track record, and I still can't understand. And I don't believe this rubbish that people say, oh, he wouldn't have taken the job. The club wasn't structured. Paul Cook would have snapped our hands off to manage his club because I've heard what he said about Bristol City in the past. And so for me, the only way it'll go is if we get to lower mid-table we are starting to really worry about relegation. They'll get rid of him then if it happens.
4: If it doesn't happen, I think he'll still be here next season. Yeah, and and trouble, the trouble is, the trouble is though, with the ter- likely turnover of players in pre-season, can you see Holden building the club club back to make an assault next season? That's the problem. You know, even if we finish mid-table, there is going to be such a turnover of players. Um, could you really see him strengthen the team in the right way? Can he attract players? Can well, Mark well,
2: players? What, what, what he said, if you listen to what Mark Ashton said the other day, he said, Dean Holden is playing with a lot of Lee Johnson players. They're not his players. They're not his squad. Which gives me the impression, I mean, this is Mark, like I said, this is Mark Ashton. He's, he's going to spin it. Um, mm. It could be a case of, you know, we'll get to the summer. Dean Holden will get the squad of players that he wants. I mean, he's not going to get us promoted, is he? Come on. I mean, I still can't understand this idea, like you said earlier, about Holden being the man to take us to the next level I and mean, that's just ridiculous. But I think he'll be given time. I don't think he'll get as much time as Lee Johnson, but he'll be given time and the only way it goes if we really fall off the cliff and head towards it. Yeah. Right, yeah. you know, 15, if we get to 15th, 16th in the league, that's when something might happen. Yeah. If.
0: No, I think, and we're not, we're not that far away from it, to be honest. We're a couple of straight defeats away from uh, that. I mean, guys, I bet we wish we were up at uh, or watching uh, Goodison Park because the latest score coming through there was, they see an extra time there now, Everton 5, Tottenham 4. On your neck, you know, what will we do to see a game like that? Although we did once about was it three years ago, half five, city five. Anybody been watching? Uh, let's change the subject. It's time to wrap up in a minute. Uh and my pet thing, Lee Johnson, how he's doing at Sunderland. He was getting some pelters on their forum last night. I'll tell you, if you haven't had a look, <laughs> okay. read some of the read some of the comments on there. And I listened to his press interview afterwards and everything in fact I texted uh a Sunderland friend of mine tonight I said there you go told you so but uh are we being harsh <laughs> you think he's... somebody said
4: if they had the energy they'd let his tires down on that's right that was, was just... that was one of the oh that of me rolling that, around that, that was, was so funny the,
0: that was one of the ones that uh I saw on there guys look it's been uh it's been a disappointment C- can I just say one on... thing oh, no, sorry I was going to say Mark you want to talk there's a City fan sadly who passed away who yeah. I don't know personally but I think most of you do Mark you wanted to say a little piece so please say that. Well, I
4: just want to pass on the words of his good friend Mark Newman um Ian probably knows Lester, Sol- Lester Solway a lot better than me I'm mean, you in passing yeah. um you know a, a, you know a fan with real fire in his belly of long standing and, and you know told it like it was and um, you know, Mark, who lived, lived in, lives in uh, Weston, uh, where Lester was from, said, uh, he's passed this on to my sister Lisa on WhatsApp. Lester, you have departed, leaving your dear friends and family behind with so many happy memories. It is difficult to imagine our lives without a friend who has been such a strong support, someone to make a smile and a friend for life. May your soul rest in peace.
0: No, it's a nice piece. And I think he, in his final hours, if I read correctly, he was having the Wurzels playing in the background, sort of thing, which is. What, uh, what a way to go! What a way to go. Guys, um, I think it's time to wrap up because it's uh, coming up to our past ten. I'm going to get my cup of cocoa and uh, some lovely cakes that my other half's uh, been making. Because uh, um, David, it, if
4: you, you if you if you gave us a sponsor's name, we might get some freebies. I mean, apparently there's other podcasts that that, that take them take take the shilling, don't they? I'm not like well, us. we don't.
0: We're not doing it. We're not doing any of that. I mean, it was some interesting threads <laughs> on the pod, and we're all different. That's the key thing. Yeah, that's the key thing. You know, I'm I'm happy. With uh, you know the the feedback that we're getting because we are like four blokes chatting about football down the pub. Uh, we're not getting into food yet or anything like that, um, and we're we are totally independent. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's always what we're going to be. It was was is episode fifty um, coming uh, to an end. So I'd like to thank all three of four of you tonight, Les. Uh, Mark, Ian, and you, Dave. Great contributions, as always. Another good audience. I mean, we've had consistently downloads between 350 and 480 over the last uh, couple of weeks, so that's good. Uh, Another good audience. They're not all listening now, but we've had a total of 74 people in the live studio. Les, good to have you back in tonight as well, so we haven't heard from you for a while. So good, good contributions. It's been a bit of a laugh, as I say, disappointing result roll on to uh, Watford on uh, Saturday and uh, I have a feeling that one will be a draw to be honest, which uh, wouldn't be a bad thing in the overall scheme of things but you just never know. Guys, have a good evening and uh, thanks for your contribution, all of you. All the best. Cheers now. Thanks, thanks very time. much. Cheers, thanks Bye day. We'll take care, Cheers. everybody. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go.
1: Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18
2: plus serving times delivery and times supply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: This podcast is proud to be part of
0: the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.